Welcome everyone to another riveting episode of the Long Overdue Podcast. Is it okay for me to say that? Of course. I hope it's riveting. <laughs> well, I don't know. It may not be riveting, but I, I do hope that it is humorous because Ooh. our topic today for discussion is humor. And that's not like the ancient Greek understanding of humor. <laughs> no, we're not this talking about bile today. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's start it off with ancient Greeks. Yeah, let's do it. I was trying to be humorous. <laughs> oh. 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 So what happens if we try? Does it, does it work? Everybody knows what happens when I try to be humorous. We have an editor for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so when you try to be humorous, you are... Dry? Cheesy? Cheesy. Yeah, because we have corny over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And usually the only one laughing. Which mm. makes me laugh. Because he'll tell <laughs> a really... fact that he's the Yes, only one he'll tell a really bad joke, and I'll look at him, and I'll have this look on my face, and then he'll be laughing, and then I'll start laughing because he's laughing. <laughs> but it's still not very funny. But the joke wasn't funny. <laughs> but he <Yeah>. is. <laughs> mm-hmm. So are you going to introduce us today? Uh, uh, well, uh, if you haven't noticed <laughs> already, we do have Denise, Dawn, Pat, and myself. That's Chris, if you're listening for the first time, uh, here today. Um, everybody with their own particular sense of humor and style mm-hmm. of humor, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think so. Whether that's good or not, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Hmm. I sometimes have to ask Chris what things are funny. Sometimes I'm just like, Chris, I need you to see this. Is it funny or is it disturbing? <laughs> because I don't know. Especially when you're considering posting it on the library's Facebook page. Yes, I always need oh. a second opinion on that. The second opinion yes. is always a good idea when you're not is sure. disturbing? <laughs> funny or disturbing? Hmm. You know, have you ever had that happen when you thought something was funny in your head? <laughs> And then you actually say it out oh, loud, and yeah. it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, How it is interesting, happen? Chris, that that you said we each have our own sense of humor and our own kind of understanding of what's funny, because I will often find my... And, and maybe it's just because people are inhibited and don't want to laugh out loud, but if I'm at a movie or if I'm at a play, I often find myself being the only one laughing at something. And... Once in a while, I know it's because I know something about the background or, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. But that's mm-hmm. not the case most of the time, I don't think. It's not like I have inside information. I just maybe find different things funny than mm-hmm. other people do. Yeah. Well, and it makes me wonder what's wrong with me or mm-hmm. what's wrong with everybody else. It, <laughs> it's one or the other. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it does kind of make sense because... As I was kind of doing my little research with this, I f- I'm realizing that I find things that are funny now that I wouldn't have before. Oh, sure. So parenting things mm-hmm. are funny, mm-hmm. especially teenage things, cause since I've got a <laughs> new got a teenager, teenager. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that's so spot on. <laughs> that's my life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, your background information and, mm-hmm. and all that does... 
okay. take into play into yeah. your what you think is funny. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Chris, what? You got to spill it because no, we're that's here the worst. About humor. He'll start laughing. You'll ask him what, and then he's like, no. nothing. No, <laughs> nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, over here laughing, uh-huh. busting a gut <laughs> for no reason, <laughs> none whatsoever. We can, I guess we can talk about the various things we find funny at some point. Yeah, I think but see, we he's should. still not going to tell us what <laughs> was funny. Exactly, <laughs> what we should be talking about. Should we talk about it now? Is that sure? Go for it. Oh, okay, so you were saying that you think that you know you always find that you think something's funny when you're no like, one else you're is the only laughing. One laughing. Yeah. I find that a lot of times, this like when I'm actually laughing about something, like mm-hmm. out loud, it's always like the most dumbest random thing hmm. that probably wasn't even meant to be that funny. Right? Okay. Okay. Um, like the other day, I was on break and I was reading this review for this awful, um, this awful RPG system. Okay. You know, um, like really t- just terrible in every sense of the word. You're gonna come back to that and tell us what it is, so we don't. Fall for it. Fall for it? Like, we don't get involved and then have to say two hours later, holy cow, this is awful. You'll probably know better when you see it. Okay. Um, I almost I almost don't even want to mention it because it's so awful. But. Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they're writing this review, and this review, it, it's a roast, and it's humorous at the same time. And okay. Because one of the subtitles for this game was, Where the Dice Never Lie. Uh, okay. So they say, <laughs> they say that. A, a, a typical playing experience uh, while people play this game is every time you roll the dice, they come up and say, this game sucks while you play <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, if the dice never lie, then that's, then that's what they, that's have, what to they land, have to, have to land on because that's the, tr- that's the truth every time. <laughs> and I just thought, I'm like, why is this, so, this, this so funny? But I read that line and I just started cracking up. Hmm. Oh, me. That's funny. Well, one of the things that that we have some things at our house and in our family that are sort of family inside jokes. Yes. Right. Yes. Everybody has those. I hope. But for us, it's it's lines from the Princess Bride or from Star Wars. You know, I have a bad feeling about this, or you know, things like that. Um, and one of our new ones, I think it's from Wreck-It Ralph, mm-hmm. and it's every time somebody says the word duty, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. D-U-T-Y is a perfectly good word, but mm-hmm. every time somebody says that word, we just look at each other and crack up, and they're, they're, they're just looking at us like, what? You know, it could be... A, you know, a military person in the in the call of duty. And, you know, we're not going to laugh and crack up if we're talking about, you know, somebody died or, you know, we're, we're reasonable about this. But, <laughs> but every time that word comes up anywhere, my husband and I look at each other and just crack up laughing. And sometimes he'll say it on purpose just to make me laugh in an inappropriate place or time. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't say duty. Because <laughs> I'll laugh, and you won't know why. Well, but now you will. <laughs> what, what's funny about that is uh, we were doing a podcast the other day, and, um, Pat, you said European. <laughs> <laughs> and 
just had to hold my tongue. Because <laughs> oh I thought that goodness. was really funny. <laughs> so, there you go. So, I guess you never grow out of that kind of stuff. <laughs> Right, right. So you're you're in the classroom with the kids, and you act like it's not funny, but it really is. But it really is. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Bathroom potty humor never goes out of style, I guess. Right. Mm. Oh my goodness. (sighs) Well, okay. So there you go. (laughs) Now you know what Pat and I think is funny. Duty in European. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, what about a European duty? <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when somebody says duty at our house. It just goes on. Just, and uh, on like, like you try to. Out of hand. Okay, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. And then you happen to catch eyes and just crack up again. <laughs> Okay, you cannot see this on the podcast, but Chris and Denise are just shaking their heads. And I'm laughing because it's so funny that y'all think hey, it's so You two funny. are laughing so hard. <laughs> As tears are coming out my eyes. It is fun. It is <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep thinking about that. Yeah. European duty. Oh okay, moving Sorry. on. Okay. <sighs> Hmm. There you go. So, well, I remember when I was a kid that we used to get Cracker Jacks or bubble gum, and they always uh-huh. had a joke or a, a riddle or something like that in them, and we thought that was the coolest thing. And we would share that joke, share that riddle uh-huh. for the next two weeks probably because it was so funny or it was so cool that we got it in our bubble gum and no one else did. And you thought it was that funny? A billion other people did. Yeah. Well, they're not always that funny, but they're funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love knock-knock jokes, riddles, puns. All of those are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember Bennett Surf's book of riddles or jokes or something like that. That was in my, my school library. Bennett Surf C E R F, mm-hmm. and and I think there may they may still be out there. I don't even know, but it was just those awful, you know, riddles and jokes that yeah. That we would get them and we would read them out loud and laugh and laugh. I have to be careful because sometimes I'm afraid when somebody says, "Oh, I have a joke for you," because mm-hmm. I'm afraid I'm not going to get it. Ah, oh. and I'm going to feel stupid, and then you kill their joke. Yeah. Hmm. Does that happen to so. you often? <laughs> it used to happen to me a lot when I was a kid. When yes. I was when I was in like middle school and high school. Well, when I was a little kid, of course, there were going to be things that I didn't have a context for and didn't understand. But mm-hmm. but when I was even when I was in middle school and high school, you know, jokes would just go by. Yeah. Yeah. I not didn't. those not those esoteric literary ones. I got those. Right. Right. <laughs> Well, basic ones about normal stuff. I never had the same <laughs> sense of humor as other people, like in, in ele- even in elementary and mm-hmm. and and growing up in middle school and high school. It was like because I never I never watched all the you know the comedies that okay. all the other kids were into. 
Like what? Like all the Adam Sandler movies. And, oh, okay. And every time a new comedy would come out, you know, all the, the people in class would go see it and talk about it. And, and I would just hear them talking about it. I'd be like, I don't even understand why this is so funny. You know, and, and any time I would see something like that, I would be like, you know, I guess that's kind of funny. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so that's another one of those situations where it's like, I'm, a, I'm like, either I'm, there's something wrong or something right because I don't, I don't have the same sense of humor as well, everybody. But you, you have to have the context <laughs> though for those things. It's like, it's like from. The old Saturday Night Live, you know, when that first came out, the the first group of people, and that would have had to be, good grief, when was that? The 70s. Okay, the late 70s. And so they did the thing with no Coke Pepsi. And you just say that, and it's not funny. Mm-hmm. But in the context of the Samurai Deli, it's funny. It's it's really funny. And you see John Belushi standing there dressed up as a samurai saying no Coke Pepsi. It's really funny. And you laugh and laugh at everybody else who watches it. All you have to say to them is, no Coke, Pepsi. And you just crack up laughing. So kind of like from Seinfeld, the um, no soup for you. <laughs> Anybody who watched Seinfeld would know that. But I didn't watch Seinfeld, so I don't Did know. You? I mean, I've heard people say that, and I know what they're talking about now. But Y'all don't know about the soup Nazi? Oh, we, yeah. We know about the soup Nazi. But you've not seen but the soup But we didn't watch. Eat. Right. Oh, the, yeah. Like it's we like, know it's about like it in the all those people of... who have Friends references or mm-hmm. Sex in the City references. Yeah. Or, you know, those, those series that went mm-hmm. on for a little while and kind yeah. of built a following. And so those people all know. I, I have a friend who was a Frasier nut, and she has watched every episode of Frasier a billion times. And she's always quoting it. And, and this group of friends, none of the rest of us have watched Frasier. And she just looks at us pityingly when when we don't get her jokes but she still tells him you know she and she always says we've known her for 15 20 years she always says you didn't watch Frasier did you (laughs) like before she says anything and we say Uh no and she said well I'm Frasier blah 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 this would have been really funny yeah exactly (laughs) it's like what we still don't get it but thank you for the context and Mm -hmm. thanks for setting that up (laughs) yeah we don't get it so we watch Big Bang Theory. Yes. And so we can sit, you know, there's all kinds of funny things about that that mm-hmm. you just mentioned. And somebody who's watched it, they just crack up laughing because they know exactly what we're talking about. But people who haven't watched it, it makes no sense and it's not funny at all because right. it's completely out of context. And Chris is laughing anyway. Yay, Big Bang! <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the stuff that, all the times that I actually have laughed during movies and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and it's usually one of those parts that i guess are you know no i'm like i'm not the only one like mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember all this stuff so i can like i can bring it up if we have if we need to. <laughs> in the meantime he's just and going to I, giggle in the background when yeah. i think about it i start laughing well of course you do so there there was an uh a movie that i'd watched i think i'd mentioned it to y'all that i thought this one part was really funny and I think I might have been the only one who laughed at the theater during this, but it was very inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, you think about it now in the context, it was very politically incorrect, I okay. guess, is the, okay. the thing. But it was so funny. I'm sorry. Hmm. Okay. So. It's all right. I'm not going to say what it was because I don't want people to be mad at me. 
well, people so, in this room or people generally. <laughs> no, I don't care about y'all. I think, <laughs> well, you know, they, they say a lot of some. You know, I know there's a lot of theories behind humor and and why we laugh and stuff like that. But sometimes you laugh as a like a defensive response. So it's not necessarily you thought it was funny because of the, the subject matter, but uh-huh. it was like a you know it could have been just a a response mm. like it, you know when people feel uncomfortable about something sometimes they laugh. It doesn't so mean almost that, a yeah. oh my goodness I can't believe they just said that <laughs> yeah kind of yeah that kind of laugh yeah there's definitely mm. situations like that where yeah it's kind of a, yeah you know so I also think and I've heard that when you get into the laughing mode mm-hmm. your um, there's a part of your body like in your sternum area that vibrates and it kind of gets in that mode and it's easier to laugh hmm um we just discovered that <laughs> right <laughs> so like i'm not a scientist by any means i don't know all the details about that but just hmm. something i've heard so, so like the more you laugh the easier it is to laugh is yeah. that what that means yeah like if you're in a funny mood and instantly everything is funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a funny bone. Kind of. Oh, very good. <laughs> An actual funny bone. An actual right? funny bone, not just that weird thing you hit. Which is not funny. No. So sometimes I think uh, people think something is funny, like, for instance, commercials or something like that. And I am so embarrassed for those people. I can't even watch. I can't even for watch the people it. on the commercial. Yes. Okay. Can you or give us in, an example? Um, or do you not want this to one is not as bad. But for instance, like we just had Super Bowl here mm-hmm. recently, and um, was it the Peyton Manning and the other guy Eli the, Manning? He, Eli Manning. And Odell Beckham. Yes. The Dirty Dancing parody. Yes. I loved that. See? And you it was, was so stinking funny because I love Dirty Dancing and I, I knew every move. Like, he turns and looks over his shoulder and smile. It was great. <laughs> that was I, so funny. I love Dirty Dancing, too. I love that. And I could place the moves as well. However... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm embarrassed for you. I can't watch. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious that they were willing to do it. And, yeah. And get all those other guys doing the dance moves in the group. And they weren't graceful by any means. No. But they were doing every move. <laughs> I loved that. I thought that was the second best commercial of the <laughs> evening. Yeah. I loved that. I thought it was hilarious. I think a lot of people. But we did. had just been having a discussion about the, one of the people that I was that I was with was a, a friend of my daughter's who who thinks that Eli Manning just always looks like a doofus because he sits with his mouth open. She had yeah. just been saying that, and then because he had been on like three short clips, and we never did figure out what those were what those were about or anything else. But yeah. then, right after we had had this discussion. This this commercial comes on and it's so stinking funny and we all were just dying laughing and she said okay he's he's okay because he made up for being a doofus with his mouth hanging open yeah. by doing this and <laughs> being willing to to let himself look a fool uh-huh. to do this just funny thing to say you know with the NFL it's it's fun games and funny when it's really not we know that but. <laughs> It's all about the money, yeah. but, but that's okay. We love it anyway. 
So you know what I thought about that commercial? What did you think about it? it? It wasn't the last one. It was the earlier ones. Okay. I know Peyton Manning, but I don't know Eli Manning. Okay. I, as far as seeing him, I know of him. And um, so I asked my husband, I said, is that one of their... I said, that says Manning. Is that one of the their kids or something? <laughs> Do they have a teenager? Oh, hmm. Okay. My husband's like, no, that's, no, that's he's the in his 30s. quarterback of the New York Giants <laughs> right. and has been there for years. At, well, so he looks very young. He, he does relative to Peyton and part of it's the hair, part of it's, I don't know, Peyton's been playing for that much, you know, played for that much longer, that mm-hmm. much earlier. But they used to do... Oreos commercials. Do you remember this? Peyton and Eli were doing Oreos competition, Oreo eating, or something like this. It was a it was an Oreos commercial, and it was the two of them. And I can't remember if they were competing with each other, or if they was com- were competing as a team against other people, like Venus and Serena Williams is is who comes to my mind, that it was the Williams sisters and the Manning brothers mm-hmm. competition Oreos eating. And you had to do it right. You had to screw them up and then eat the cream and then eat the cookie, you know, all this kind of, it was yeah. just really funny. Anyway, I, okay. I like the both of them because I do think they're willing to make fun of themselves. Yeah. And so this, this reminds me of, the, the Aaron Rodgers um, State Farm Insurance commercials mm-hmm. where they do the discount double check and, you know, that kind of thing. The first few of those he was in, it was like he was the serious guy and some, somebody else was acting a fool. And, and, just, it, and I've always had the impression that Aaron Rodgers takes himself really seriously and doesn't want to make jokes because... He's real, he's real sensitive about being shorter than most people in the NFL. Not that oh. he's short, short, but mm-hmm. for a quarterback, he's a little shorter than everybody else. I think he's 6'1", and most quarterbacks are 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", you know, a little, little taller. Anyway, um, this last, the last round of those commercials where Clay Matthews is on there, the one where, where Aaron Rodgers has, is in his truck with his dog, and they're they're hanging out the window with their tongues hanging out, having fun and doing all this. It's like, oh man, look at this. He's willing to make fun of himself and and let himself be goofy, not just be the straight guy, the serious guy on his endorsement. And I don't know if they're paying him more money or maybe he just kind of got over himself or what broke, broke up with Olivia Munn. Maybe that was it. I don't know. But... Anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny that yeah. people are, who are willing to make fun of themselves, kind of, that kind of humor appeals to me. Yeah. Not, not where they're running themselves down, but people who are willing to let themselves be funny. Be silly. Be silly. Yeah, yeah, be silly. Yeah. And I guess part of that comes with being a children's librarian because you kind of have to be willing to, to be silly in front of people to do you know, silly songs and movements and mm-hmm. read silly voices and things like that. So, yeah. Uh, do you guys have a funny commercial? I didn't watch any, any, any commercial. I'm not saying at the Super Bowl, just any commercial ever. <clears throat> funny commercial. Got nothing. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I've seen a television commercial. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Because I don't really watch TV. Ever? Mm-mm. What do you watch? I mean, I watch the movies and... Uh, and 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 series on DVD and stuff like that, and sometimes you know that's an interesting okay. thing because I think that's kind of shifting. I think with people younger, mm-hmm. that 
they rely on streaming services or on demand or things like that for their TV. We just breeze through commercials if there are any. Because most of the time, television commercials, you don't see them. No. I might see a YouTube commercial every now and then Mm -hmm. if I'm watching something on YouTube, but you can skip those usually after like three seconds. Yeah. But can't you, I mean, don't you watch like a those shows that have a compilation of like the funniest commercials? What? <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I'm sure I've seen some commercials that were funny at some point. I just don't remember any right now. They, yeah. It's mm. been a long time ago. Yeah, so. nothing that were like, oh my gosh, that commercial was hilarious from mm-hmm. ten years ago. Yeah. So mm. my son really thought the commercial for um was it state farm was um there was a mime on there and the mime starts talking to the parents about something and the little kid goes um doesn't anybody else think that that this mime is weird or something and then he turns and he goes freaky Mime oh, that's talking? Geico. Yeah. I think that's Geico. Is it Geico? Because I think they were doing the freaky, yeah, the freaky thing. Because that was more than one commercial they did. That I think that was Geico. Hmm. Gosh, my but son it wasn't cracked sure. up at that. Hmm. He would just freaky. <laughs> of course, when I would do it, he didn't think it was funny. Yeah, mom, no. don't do that. That's not funny. <laughs> don't do it in huh? public, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I did think that the, the Super Bowl commercial with. Um, that lip sync rap battle with Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman was really hilarious. Doritos, Blaze, and Mountain Dew Ice. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. Yeah. I thought that was great. And then the Tide ads. Yeah. That was that so funny online. because they were throughout yeah. like you'd get you'd see this commercial coming on and you knew what it was for and then there would be the guy saying it's a Tide ad. Look at that shirt. It's the so first funny. time he said yeah. it, I thought he said, it's a tie, dad. <laughs> and yeah. I thought, nobody's wearing a tie. What is he talking about? And then there's the Tide bottle. So I got it. But Yeah, I think Tide did, did good at the Yeah. Their the best one was the Old Spice guy sitting on the horse. And he's holding out his hand like you're about to see an Old Spice bottle and a Tide bottle shows up. <laughs> and then the, the shot widens out. And it's this horse that its back is like five times longer than a horse. And there's the Tide guy sitting there with the, just sitting just like the Old Spice guy. It was, it was really funny. It's got... Um, the guy from Stranger Things? Yeah. Hopper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, his real name. But, yep. It's David Harbour? Yeah, that's it. Harbor. Thank you. Interesting thought, thinking about how we always put LOL like on our text messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. When somebody sends you something mm-hmm. and then you respond LOL, are you really laughing out loud? Whenever I'm actually laughing out loud and I am replying LOL, I'll put I actually LOL'd. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, that is funny because I won't answer LOL unless I really am. Yes. Okay. And but usually I will say, I just shrieked, <laughs> or something like that. That's a little more descriptive than LOL, because I like to type. Apparently, and you know I don't do. Mm-hmm. 
text speak very often. Well, and I think some in my family do L M A O. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My niece and my sister in law do that, and I have to wonder. And sometimes they put the F in there too. Oh, and I have to wonder if they one. know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Because oh. they are not the people that would say those those words. I really have to wonder if they know what that means because that's, they I don't think they would say those words funny. and I don't think they would use that text speak mm-hmm. if they knew what those words mean. Mm-hmm. See, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> See? See? It is, yeah. There is R O F L Yes. Rolling on the floor laughing. Uh-huh. They should use that instead. Ruffle. <laughs> and it I've always makes me think one. of Rolf the dog in Sesame <laughs> Street, the Muppet dog mm. that plays the piano. I don't know why. Because he has all those letters, just not in that order. R-O-W-L-F is Rolf the dog. Hmm. So do you do you think things like Sesame Street are funny? Like the two guys, the, the hecklers, the two guys sitting up in the balcony that always heckle? Muppets? Yeah. I think the Muppets are funny. Yeah? The Swedish chef? I think Bugs Bunny is funny. Oh, my goodness, Bugs Bunny. That's another one of ours in in our family. I should have taken a left toy at Albuquerque. And everybody (laughs) in the family knows what that means. Right. People don't necessarily know what that means anymore. Mm-hmm. No, nah, he did it for you did it once on one of our podcast episodes and Chris and I are just looking at you like, what? <laughs> and then you explain. So <laughs> Which is the worst. <laughs> right. You say something stinking funny and then you have to explain it. <laughs> but but I have learned that. I often have to explain things I think are funny to people who are not of my generation or in my family mm. yeah. because they just don't know. But I'm trying to help the world by <laughs> spreading it. Spreading the laughter. Spreading the laughter. Funny. So my favorite Bugs Bunny is when he is uh, giving Elmer Fudd a massage. <laughs> And, yeah, Bar- the barber of Seville, the rabbit of Seville, and then he gets his feet in there, and he's like all fours massaging his head. It is just so funny. <laughs> See, she knows which one. I, I grew up watching Bugs Bunny, but I don't remember some of really? stuff. Yeah, really? Oh, this one's hilarious because he he gets the wrong kind of tonic on purpose to put on his head, and he starts growing flowers up on his head <laughs> and and then he Bugs Bunny takes a little tiny lawnmower and mows it all down <laughs> so he's bald again <laughs> Elmer Fudd's bald again <laughs> imagine that I I love those that are based on operas and so oh, my my yeah. favorite is what's opera doc it's the one that's the Wagner with with the um oh good grief what's her name um Brunhilde and Bugs Bunny dresses up as the Valkyrie maiden uh-huh. and it, oh, it's just so funny. And he makes he does make a, a literary joke in that about the sampo. About what? The sampo. Okay, I don't remember. Isn't, he, isn't there a part where he like throws pie on people or something like that? Because oh, like, not in this one, not in that one. There's one of those that's an opera one where he like shoves a pie in somebody's face, like Elmer Fudd or whatever, and he says, "Like come over here and I'll give you a sampo." Oh, that's that's. Is it the same one? Is that the? It's it the barber. 
It had to be the opera because... No, you're right. It is that one. Yeah, the Sampo is a... um, It's it's a mythical artifact. Oh, Peshaw, it's a sample. I know, but he says Sampo. I know he says that, but he means a sample, and I'll give you a sample. It's a joke. It's a word joke. Because the sample is a thing in Finnish. See, I never knew that. In the the ring cycle, in the Kalevala. I did not know that. I don't don't know about the ring cycle, but in the I just thought it was over fun, talking funny. In the the Kalevala, it's uh, like one of the main things that the story revolves around. It's like a kind of a cornucopia of... Plenty oh my whatever, goodness! Magical this puts artifact. It in a whole different light. I don't know if wow. that makes it more funny, but <laughs> I don't think it does. It's one of the things that I know about it, so I thought I should mention it. I think it's slightly less funny now. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word joke. Those are funny. It was funny. Before. It's a word that sounds like another word. Now, see, that <laughs> is genius, right? Yeah. That somebody who has no idea that's that's a word joke thinks it's funny, but someone who understands it and and gets the pun thinks it's hilarious. And so there you go. That's genius, right there. Yeah, good writing. There you go. The things you find in <laughs> animated cartoons. Mm-hmm. It's not just for children. <laughs> oh, Bugs Bunny never was. So there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> So I, as I was getting ready for this, I was thinking of who some of my favorite comics are, but mm-hmm. also were. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking of when I was a kid, people mm-hmm. you all would probably not have any idea who they are. Maybe you would know. Bob Newhart. Oh, yeah. Of course. And George Goebel. And he died a really long time ago, so y'all probably wouldn't have ever heard him. But he actually was really popular during like the 40s and 50s. But he was older and kind of past his prime when I remember seeing him because he would still come on like the Johnny Carson show, which which used to be late night show TV, by the way. Okay. For those of you who um, don't know. And he was, they're, they're very similar, Bob Newhart and George Goebel, and it's very self-effacing humor. And so he would talk about, you know, being so old that he was, he went to Valley Forge with George Washington and, you know, goofy stuff like that. But but I just think they're both really funny. But Bob Newhart has done such an Im- incredible job of having a long career as that kind of person. And and that's who he plays wherever he is. Because he, he had his TV show in a couple of iterations, and I just love the fact that that they made fun of of the end of Dallas on his TV show. So you remember the end of Dallas. The last episode comes along, and we find out that everything that just happened in the entire season before was a dream. Yeah, a little like Lost. All right. Nice cop out. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So the Bob Newhart show, just a few years later, when they ended, so... He had a second, he had one show where Suzanne Plachette was his wife and he played a therapist, which was hilarious because he's such a, you know, anxiety ridden person in him, in his himself, you know, as, as the character he plays. And so he plays a therapist in New York or something like this. And then the next iteration of the Bob Newhart show, he plays a New England innkeeper. 
so they're kind of out in the country, and it's all funny. And this is Larry and my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl were these goofy kind of corn pones sort of characters that were on there. And so at the end of that series, the finale has Bob Newhart going to bed at the inn. He wakes up the next morning, and there next to him is Suzanne Plachette, the wife from the, the other series. And he wakes up, and he's in New York. He's in the apartment. He's supposed to go off to his therapist job. Like, this entire series never even happened. It was hilarious. Okay, nobody's laughing. No, I was just thinking it was about... It really funny. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> That's not what I think is funny. What is interesting is that... <laughs> His brother Daryl and his other brother Daryl. Or his brother Larry and his other brother Larry. I'm like, I remember that, but I had no idea that yeah, that's where that came that from. That was Bob Newhart. Oh. The second Bob Newhart show. See, the and I, yeah. New England innkeeper Bob Newhart that's show. That's the one I remember. Yeah. Which wasn't real. Yes. <laughs> Which never happened. I guess, yeah. It never happened. It was all a dream. I did not know that. So yeah. then Bob Newhart was on those those. Funny, funny librarian movies that Noah Wiley I was love in. Those, yes. And Bob Newhart and and um, Jane Curtin um, were like the administrators of the library. She, that she played on Third Rock from the Sun, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, she was really from Saturday Night Live, but that's there okay. you go. <laughs> um, that too, yeah. But um, they were like the administrators, and she was the Jane Curtin was the one who kept the books and always griped about the expenses and all that kind of thing. But Bob Newhart was there as kind of the guy in charge, and and he was just so funny as that character. And now he's he he most recently was on Big Bang. He would he had kind of a recurring role as Professor Proton. Just saw that episode last night. That <laughs> that had a science show on TV, and this is where Sheldon, when he was a young boy, got his interest in science, was from watching Professor Proton on TV. And so here's Bob Newhart, who comes to him in dreams, like, you know, giving him advice and that kind of thing. Professor Proton and Spock and somebody else, I think, are kind of those recurring dream figures that give Sheldon advice about life. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, Bob Newhart. I love those guys. I like Tim Allen. Yeah? I thought maybe that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you get that idea? Because the book that's <laughs> a book sitting right on the, on the table in front of you. Well, it's that's so written funny. by Tim Allen. Yeah, I went to the shelves and I'm like, I want to look at some books to see, you know, if they're funny. And I happened to find this one and I open it up and sure enough, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there in the shelves laughing. <laughs> All right. That's and I great. thought, oh, I need to bring this and share it. And then I thought, well, they may not get it. Or maybe it's too long to share. Anyway, I thought it was funny. Tell us what the book is. It is Tim Allen, Don't Stand Too Close to a Naked Man. See, you know, and then I'm thinking, yeah, when I when I read this, maybe it's not very funny. <laughs> so this first paragraph, to young boys, food is simply fuel. You run low on fuel and you don't run around very well. We'd get hungry about 3.30 every afternoon, power-up time. We'd go right for the main energy source, sugar. Two big Cokes, Twisters, Twinkies, Hostess Cupcakes. On school days, we'd have a two, uh, 
32 ounce RC Cola, a couple pixie sticks, a Snickers, and some wax lips <laughs> just to keep our mouths busy until we got home. <laughs> wax lips. Do y'all remember those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. They weren't my favorite. It was so much funnier when I was sitting in the stacks reading that. You know, sometimes it is about context. Yeah. Isn't it? It's about kind of your experience and what's going on and where you are and what you're doing and the frame of mind and all that good stuff. Yeah. It's true. Oh, this is funny. My mom didn't like to cook and my dad didn't barbecue. Good lyrics for a Johnny Cash tune and true. But after my little brother died of starvation, my (laughs) mom straightened up and began to cook for us. This noble attempt sadly resulted in three more of us dying. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. Nobody else is laughing here. I laughed. I could not be a stand-up comedian. Hmm. You know, my children say I'm funny, but I think that's a different thing. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So Zach told me a joke last night. Yeah? You want me to share it? Is it appropriate? It is appropriate. Otherwise, I wouldn't bring it bring it up. <laughs> I have so many inappropriate ones. I, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, and I'm just like, would Zach tell you an inappropriate joke? Mm, not likely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, he did the other day. I'm oh. like, you don't need to be telling that to your mother. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> or anyone else for that matter. Thank you. Okay, so there were 30 cows in a field and 28 chickens. How many didn't? Didn't what? You got nothing? No. Okay, there were 30 cows in a field and 28 chickens. 28 didn't because they were chicken. No. Oh, I thought that was so good. (laughs) Dang, that was funny. All right. There were 30 cows in a field. And 28 chickens. Oh. <laughs> so, so 10. How many didn't? <laughs> uh, Very good. See? That's kind of dark. <laughs> Cows eating chickens? Right. <laughs> okay, so that's a different way to look at it. <laughs> so this, this friend on Facebook posted this thing the other day called Punography, and I read it, and I wasn't at home at the time I read it, so I I pinned it or whatever you do so you know where to find it again, Mm -hmm. and I went home, and I read it out loud to my husband, and I was just rolling on the couch laughing, and he was just, what is wrong with you? Right, just staring at you. Yeah. I've been in that situation before. But it's really funny. I tried to catch some fog. I missed. (laughs) When chemists die, they bury them. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. (laughs) A soldier who survived mustard gas and pepper spray is now a seasoned veteran. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know a guy who's addicted to brake fluid. He says he can stop anytime. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's about where it gets funny. Uh, How does Moses make his tea? He brews it. He brews. I stayed up all night to see where the sun went. Then it dawned on me. (laughs) This This girl said she recognized me from the vegetarian club, but I never met herbivore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've seen this one other places. I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. I can't put it down. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's funny. Class trip to the Coca-Cola factory. I hope there's no pop quiz. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. When, what does the clock do when it's hungry? It goes back four seconds. Oh. <laughs> that is funny. Yep, yep, yep. Broken pencils are pointless. <laughs> okay, I have one. Yeah? Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. Uh-huh. <laughs> Groucho marks. That sounds like him, doesn't it? Okay, I've got one other really good one. England has no kidney bank, but it does have a liver pool. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I haven't heard much from Denise. I got nothing. Nothing. You are not funny. I am not. I don't. Oh, well, we know what kind of books she reads. Yeah. God. Would it surprise anybody that the books I find funny are usually kind of intense too, like Me and Earl and the Dying Girl? Mm-hmm. I laughed out loud a lot. Yeah. And there is a Dying Girl in there. <laughs> wow. Yep. Hmm. It was just so funny. <laughs> so what did you laugh at? Not the dying girl. Okay. <laughs> dying girl. <laughs> okay, let's see. Okay, I can't stop. Go for I it. I dropped out of communism class because of lousy marks. <laughs> <laughs> All the toilets in New York's police stations have been stolen. Police have nothing to go on. <laughs> reading the top. <laughs> Velcro. What a ripoff. <laughs> Haunted French pancakes. Give me the crepes. <laughs> Venison for dinner. Oh dear. <laughs> I used to think I was indecisive, but now I'm not so sure. okay the last one be kind to your dentist he has fillings too (laughs) (laughs) and now the other ones that (laughs) Mm. she had a photographic memory but never developed it oh Mm. Mm -hmm. I really wanted a camouflage shirt but I couldn't find one You must have found the same one I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, never mind. Yeah, this is really interesting. These things that I found funny earlier are just like, They're not so funny. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is, I thought this was a really good one. Where do you find giant snails? Oh, my gosh. I found. Sorry. (laughs) Did you know this one? What? Where Where do you find giant snails? Uh Uh-huh. I have no idea where. On the ends of giant's fingers. If you don't pay your exorcist, you'll get repossessed. (laughs) (laughs) Pessimist blood type is always B negative. (laughs) (laughs) You can tune a guitar, but you can't tune a fish. Unless, of course, you play bass. Uh, 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 Douglas Adams. (laughs) Thank you, Douglas Adams. 
Hmm. I do find Douglas Adams funny. Oh, well. So there's that. Okay. <laughs> so here are some puns in headlines <laughs> and advertising that I found. These, are, these were pretty startling. New study of obesity looks for larger test group. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Farmer Bill dies in house. Farmer Bill dies in house. Oh. Yeah. Hospitals are sued by seven foot doctors. <laughs> Where did they find seven foot doctors? <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of the that one of the there was somebody who was always on Johnny Carson also who was a pediatrician and they would always introduce him as a baby doctor. <laughs> okay. Not a baby doctor, mm-hmm. but a baby like doctor. A baby mm-hmm. doctor. Yeah. Big rig carrying fruit crashes on two ten freeway, creates jam. <laughs> Why didn't the cannibal eat the clown? He was worried he would taste funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure that clown would taste funny. <laughs> <laughs> Clowns do not, do not have the best reputation these no. days. Yeah, I found I found a funny thing. Go for it. I don't think I can say it oh <laughs> because it's too funny. Well, it just I, I'm I don't know why I think that this is funny. I mean, this part is actually funny for other reasons than this. But I mentioned like one of the the the. Game master advice blog mm-hmm. things that I read is the angry GM. And I told you it's like it's a performance and and he like redacts all his swear words like he uses oh, okay. a lot but he always puts like the funny little symbols uh-huh. in there and I'm you know he just does it for for humor sake it's not because he's actually trying to censor them or anything like okay. that and I just think that I found that I think situations like that are funny like. When people like redact swear words and stuff for okay. the sake of humor, I think it's hilarious, mm. and I have no idea why. Like one of the things I was thinking about was that I was started cracking up about was in uh, the Justice League movie that came out. There's this part where <laughs> there's like they're interviewing people because you know there's aliens and stuff, and mm-hmm. and they d- they interview this old lady that's talking about how aliens took her husband, and she's there on the news, and and they're talking. <laughs> she's talking about like you know how they were. They, you know, the aliens supposedly they do probing and stuff, and, and she's like, "I'll stick a probe up in it," and it's like beep beep beep, and you're like, oh, no. "Alien beep," and I'm, I just started cracking up. I just thought it was hilarious, and I thought I think I was the only one. <laughs> like, if she had actually said all the words and they didn't redact it, it, it probably wouldn't, wouldn't have that. been as funny. Yeah. But uh-huh. it, oh, that's funny. And, like, there's an episode of Arthur, you, you know, the cartoon Arthur based uh-huh. on the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where they, where they, you know, it's like the, the 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 episode that covers what happens when, you know, kids start to learn swear words for the first time. And, of course, they're all bleeped out. But there's this part where all these little kids are sitting in the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> and they've just went, learned a bunch of new words from the big kids, you know. And so, like... Uh-oh. She's like, you know, I went and asked my mom, mom, such and such about this. And the other kid's like, what did she beep say? <laughs> <laughs> cracks me <laughs> And the whole episode was littered with that. So that is kind of funny because when a child says something inappropriate in the correct context, I don't know how you could not laugh. I know you're not supposed to laugh. Right, because then it's funny. So I have to tell you a funny story about 
this was this was when I was on staff at a church, and I was um, filling in in a Sunday school class. And there was a little boy whose family was was very straight and narrow. There were lovely people, but they were very straight and narrow. And there was a little little boy visiting that day who obviously came from a different kind of family, and he said something that included a swear word that this other little boy had obviously been told not to say. So he proceeds to say to the visitor boy, we don't say bleep because bleep (laughs) is a really bad word to say. You should never say bleep because you shouldn't say bleep. And my mom told me never say bleep. So in the midst of this, he has now said this word six times. He saw his opportunity. It was hilarious. I just cracked up laughing. I couldn't help myself. So I thought, oh my goodness, that was so adorable and so cute. And he obviously knows what he's not supposed to say. And he is making sure that this little boy benefits from his wisdom. So I told his mom this funny story. Uh His mom was mortified Uh that he had said this word so many times, Uh even in this... I mean, he really was trying to help this other little boy. And she did not think it was funny. Uh I was very sad. Because I hope he didn't get in trouble. Right. Because he was really doing what she wanted him to do. Mm, Yeah. He was just going about it, not exactly probably in the way she would have imagined. Right. It was so funny. Just so funny. (laughs) That would have been a good opportunity to... to, Mm -hmm. I like the the red acting there. (laughs) (laughs) You know. The The red acting, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes it more, even more hilarious. <laughs> My grandmother, I, I, she's she passed away, but she was just so sweet, and she never cussed, and she never, uh, I mean, she was at church every Sunday, and you know, always she did not want us to say the Lord's name in vain, and all this. So one day we were uh, we were in the car. <laughs> With my grandpa, or I was, and with my grandpa and grandma, and I don't know what got her, but she said a cuss word. Oh <laughs> and no! We just died laughing because <laughs> I mean she was mad, and you know it just came out, and uh, we just laughed so hard because she never said stuff like that. It was so funny. So I don't know if anybody's seen the the TV show that's on right now, The Good Place. With Kristen Bell and Ted Danson, I've heard about it. I haven't seen yeah. it yet. I haven't either. It well, looks good. It it's it's hard to pin down, but the initial premise was that this woman, played by Kristen Bell, dies, goes to the afterlife, and accidentally gets sent to the good place when she should have been sent to the bad place. Mm. That's the initial yeah. premise of it. So. She's upset. She finds out this is how things work, and she doesn't like the rules, and she doesn't like the way everything's set up, and so she tries to curse, but she's not able to. So all the words she tries to say get replaced. So she's always saying fork and shirt and bench (laughs) and things like that. And it's just really funny to listen to to her talk about bullshirt is is one of her favorites <laughs> that she gets to say. So yeah. Anyway, that was that was actually pretty funny. I thought of that when you were 
talking about redacting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, talking about redaction in the afterlife. <laughs> Is that a thing? You have to, I, I don't want to put spoilers out there, but, you know, we're in dis- we're at, at the end here, near the end of season two. I haven't watched season two. So, but things go a different direction <laughs> in season two. I just recently read that um, The Good Place is actually in the same universe as Parks and Recs. Really? Oh, interesting. And so I'm a little more. What? Um, That's interesting. Yes. So some of the shots, the stills that I've seen of the show where they're like, this is, um, there's a lot of references to um, Gene Rufio and his businesses and things like that, like on magazines and. Oh, that is really interesting. And so they're, Hmm. they're connected. Mm -hmm. I love Parks and Recs. Okay. So. See, you know about funny things. Do I? <laughs> you love Parks and Rec. It's I funny. Do. I'm trying to think of it. So, do you have a favorite funny movie? The movies I find funny oh are usually bad. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. Like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yes. Kind of, kind of funny. That's hilarious. Okay. Or like. I love Nicolas Cage because he's awful. <laughs> yeah. Like the Nicolas Cage version of the Wicker Man? Yes. Oh, I think it's hilarious. Man. Hilarious. I'm sure it was not meant to be hilarious, but it is. Yeah. It is hysterical. Cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone. That's <laughs> hilarious. And John Lithgow. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All the acting is so bad. I do have, a, like, a, when I think of funny movies, then I'm like, you know, this is my favorite funny movie, because I don't really watch a lot of things that are, sp- like, specifically supposed to be comedies, mm-hmm. like, but the, I always think of the Blues Brothers. Okay. That's one of my yeah. favorite, like, that, I think that that's hilarious, because it's almost like a cartoon, hmm, like, okay. the stuff that happens to them, like, cause yeah. you know, you oh, know yeah. Carrie Fisher um, is, is always trying to kill them. And so all these ridiculous things happen mm-hmm. that they should not survive. But, you know, the, a building collapses on them and they get out of the rubble. And, and the first thing, uh, the first thing, El, is it Elwood? Elwood is the tall, is tall one, right? Yeah, well, he's like, oh, look, look at the time. We got to go, you know? And then, they, and then she, blows, she blows them up while they're in a phone booth. And, and they, you know, and they, they get launched into the air and come back down. And there's change everywhere. And he gets up and he's like, Look at all this change, you know. <laughs> Never mind that somebody just tried to kill him. <laughs> right. Hmm. It's a good day. We found all this change. Hmm. Yeah, I, okay. I think I don't know. It's it's a silly movie, but it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. We tend to steer away from stupid movies, like like ones that are just stupid, <laughs> like Dumb and Dumber. Yes, yeah. thank you. Uh, yeah. I, mean, like, I okay. can't even think of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, now, some of the movies I thought were funny were uh, see, and now I can't think of it. It's not Adam Sandler. It's the other guy, Kevin James. No, Ken Stiller. Yes, ben Stiller is the one I always used to get mixed up with Adam Sandler. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I guess oh. so. So here's the thing: I've never seen them in anything. Yeah. So I didn't know who was who, mm-hmm. but they're very different people. Obviously, oh, yeah. their their movies are very different. And once I saw a couple of them, 
I'm good. I know who's who. Yeah. But I didn't for a long time. Okay, sorry. So like Meet the Fockers. Uh-huh. I like that movie. That, that was funny. That is funny. And the, a lot of times Anytime you one, get Barbara Streisand to do comedy, oh my goodness, she's funny. Yeah. She doesn't want to admit it, I don't think. And I don't know how comfortable she is with it or whatever, but uh-huh. she's so funny. There's a, a movie she did with Ryan... Yeah, him. Um, O'Neill, Ryan O'Neill in the 70s called What's Up Doc. And she, Madeline Kahn is on there. Um, some other people that you probably would recognize, but Ryan, Ryan O'Neill plays a professor of musicology who is about to get, he might get this grant. He's one of the finalists for a grant on his study of musical, prehistoric musical rocks or something. So there's this plaid duffel bag sort of thing where he carries his rocks. And Barbara Streisand plays this kind of hippie hobo sort of girl who has all her earthly belongings in a plaid duffel bag. And then somebody else, the mafia, has all their mob money in a plaid duffel bag. And they all get switched up. And it's one of those Keystone Cop kind of things. But she was so funny in that. But most everything she, she did... Other than that, I mean, she didn't do a lot of comedy. Even Funny Girl wasn't a comedy. Mm -hmm. It was very serious. So she was really funny in Meet the Fuckers. Yeah. Meet the Parents. That's funny, too. I like romantic comedies. Sometimes. (laughs) Like? (laughs) Like 27 Dresses. With, oh, good grief, who's in that? Catherine Heigl and James Marsden are in that. Um, I love 10 Things I Hate About You, which is not necessarily a comedy, but there's a lot of funny mm-hmm. stuff in it. Mm-hmm. I do love that movie. Uh-huh. I thought you might. Yep. Because it's just dark enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With some fun. <laughs> For you to be funny, to think it's funny. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. All those Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movies. Yes. The oh, shop around the corner. No, you've got mail. You've got mail, and sorry, shop around the corner was the old one. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, was it big with Tom Hanks? Yeah, uh-huh. he's a little boy made a wish, and then he yeah. was thirty yeah. years old. Yeah, I think that was kind of funny. Had parts that were funny. I mean, some parts mm-hmm. were serious too, but yeah, it's hard to pick a movie that's just knockout funny. From start the Lego to finish movie thing. We love the Lego movie. Really? Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome <laughs> when you're living in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. Never seen it. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. And that's the song <laughs> that goes all the way through it. It's really, really funny. So who did you watch that children's movie with, Pat? My that's husband and my friends. All right. So anything else? Well, I think you can you can find books about humor, books about jokes and riddles, books of jokes and riddles in your nonfiction eight eighteen section. <laughs> so have at it. Jeff Foxworthy, Tim Allen, Emma Brombeck, just to name a few authors. Yeah. I particularly love and I mention her all the time is Jenny Lawson. Mm-hmm. I think she's hilarious. Mm-hmm. We have some of her books as well. Would we find Amy Schumer there too? I don't know. We would. If we 
Do we have her girl with the back tattoo? Because that's her newest book, I think. But or that's biography. Yeah, I think it that'd is. be so yeah. in memoir. Yeah. yeah. So, so you'll find David Sedaris, but a lot of his are in the biography section mm-hmm. or they're or in the fiction. essay section. Yeah. So they'd be later in the 800s, not in the 818. Yeah, it's some it's of his. Dewey's a mystery sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you have trouble finding what you're looking for, let us know. We can help you. That is right. Some of the children's books are funny. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I know there's a lot of funny children's books, but I remember reading like the Wayside School series when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought those were really funny. Amelia Bedelia, who takes everything literally. There's a oh, series over there. What, that's one of my jokes here. <laughs> okay, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. Okay, the kleptomaniac didn't understand any of the puns. He took everything literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's Sorry. that's funny. Yeah, and we have knock knock, knock jokes books of and course. you know all those good things in there. So, all right, or you can come. Ask me, and maybe I'll tell you a joke that I make up right there on the spot. Oh, that's risky. <laughs> maybe if I'm if if you catch me on a good day. Enter at your own risk. Yeah, it'll definitely be a pun or something similar to that. Let's just hope it's punny. Yeah. <laughs> at the very least, you can come and watch him laugh and then laugh because <laughs> he'll true. be cracked up by it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Long Overdue Podcast. Hopefully we made you laugh today. Yeah. If for for no other reason than we were laughing. Right.